now tuned into No One Watches Regular News No More, hosted by me, Kerry Bogart, and this is episode 29. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back on this Thursday morning, uh, November 19th. I wanted to talk about King Von and Dallas rapper Mo3. So King Von was in Atlanta. Uh, he's a Chicago native. He was in Atlanta. He was at a lounge. Uh, there he would get into an altercation with the entourage of a Atlanta-based rapper. A fight breaks out. King Von is shot and killed. Not after, shortly after uh, King Von's passing, Mo3. Mo3 is a Dallas-based rapper. He was driving down a highway in Dallas, Texas on a Wednesday afternoon, broad daylight, when a suspect pulls next to his car. At some point, um, Mo3 gets out of his vehicle, his car, and begins to run. That's when the suspect chases him down and shoots him multiple times. Now, recently, it has been an increase of violent crimes in Dallas, Texas. Um, the homicide rate has gone up. It's up from last year. So, it, so this year's homicide rate has surpassed last year's homicide rate. And this is a problem because Dallas, Texas is seen as a progressive city, you know, but the crime rate, the homicide rate has gone up. All right, so, so for example, this article uh, says state troopers will be sent to Dallas in response to spiking violent crime. So state troopers will be sent to Dallas in response to spiking violent crime, Governor Greg Abbott announced Wednesday. The announcement came hours after Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson hosted a news conference outside City Hall during which he said the city is well beyond the time for more active police intervention. The violent crime in the city is out of hand. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it, Johnson said. Abbott said um, the troopers will be sent to the city in response to a request from the Dallas PD. Department officials said the troopers will be patrolling and will be, and will be assisting with investigations. Um, it also says right here, the governor said Texas should feel safe and that the state resources being sent to Dallas will crack down on the activity. You know, um, the rise in violent crime in the city of Dallas is unacceptable, Abbott said in a written statement. Why is this? Because Dallas is seen as a progressive, diverse. It's a, a lot of people from different cultures here in, in Dallas, Texas. So it's not acceptable to where you have an increase in violent crimes. Like I said before, um, the homicide rate in Dallas, Texas is up from last year. And this is a bad thing, especially when Dallas and Fort Worth, Texas is seen as a more progressive liberal cities, more democratic, you know, cities. You know, it, it looks bad when you have an increase in violent crimes and people don't feel safe. You know, people that come here do not want to come here because they hear or they have seen on the news rappers like Mo3 is, is being shot and, and gunned down in broad daylight on a, on a Wednesday afternoon. You know, this is not acceptable. Uh, it makes the city looks bad. So to add on to what, what I was just saying, uh, Mo3 was shot and killed. And then 
Louisiana rapper Boosie came to Dallas, Texas. He was at the Big T Bazaar. He will be shot. And then in the article, it, it also talks about Johnson's news conference Wednesday morning came after Dallas saw 13 shootings over the weekend, which seven people died. In addition to the violent weekend, there were three shootings on Tuesday night. None of those shootings were deadly. So when you look at what's going on right now in Dallas, Texas and other cities, um, the number one cause for black males dying is homicide. It's not nothing else. It's not cancer. It's not heart disease. For young black men in America right now, the number one cause of death is homicide. And this has to be addressed and fixed. So when you look at what happened to uh, King Von, Mo3 and various other rappers, this tends to be a trend. And you ask the question, why do so many black rappers become a victim to their own people? And one thing you can look at is their lyrics and things that are said in songs that might drive or might cause people to feel a certain way. So here's an article that talks about T.I. Um, T.I. Um, on his Instagram, he posts a, a picture. And then in the picture, uh, he talks about Atlanta being a beautiful, progressive city. Like I said, a lot of these progressive cities have these issues with crime and violence. So rapper T.I. says Atlanta is a beautiful, progressive city filled with black excellence then he wrote, we uplift each other and went together. Stop coming here to kill each other. That shit is played out. So T.I., rapper T.I. will face criticism for this post because people are thinking that it's in reference of King Von. And then at the, the caption on the photo read, handle your beefs in your own city, in your city. So let's talk about the reason why rappers leave their city. The main reason why rappers leave their city is because of violence, because they know that they could become a victim of gun violence. Someone could target them like someone targeted Mo3. So a lot of these rappers that do live in violence, in violent cities like Chicago or Detroit, and they are a rapper, they tend to want to leave their city because of safety issues. They do not want to live in a city that's unsafe. They want to live somewhere where it's safe and they don't have to look over their shoulders. So by T.I. saying, handle your beast in your own city, this is the issue. Is that these rappers leave their city because of safety, because of it might be fear to go to other areas, other cities to where they assume it's safer. Like T.I. said that Atlanta is a progressive city. Cities that are progressive and that have a good economy should not be a violent city. Any city that has a good economy, like Dallas, Texas, like Fort Worth, Texas, like Atlanta, any city that's progressive, that has a good economy, should not see a, up a rise in violence and homicides. But this is not the case. So there, there is several reasons, several factors that go into this violent crime increasing.
I was reading the other day to where one person was talking about social media and people instigating, fans instigating, and being being a part of these issues. That it, that this also gives a contribution to the rise in violence. Things we see on Facebook, things we see on Instagram, etc. This also has given a contribution to the increase of violence, but also it goes along with other issues as well. So T.I. saying this, handle your beast in your own city, in your city, it's the exact, exact reason why these rappers are leaving their city. Safety reasons, fear, they just want to be safe. Like most black people, they graduate college, they get a good job. The moment they get some money and they can move to a safer neighborhood, they will. They don't want to be around the violence and the issues that come along with living in an urban area when you are around a, a lot of black people, it tend to be issues that uh, arise. So let's go ahead and talk about rap lyrics and, and how rap lyrics are connected and they have a direct connection with what is called Law of Attraction. So the first album that Notorious Big put out was Ready to Die. The next album would be Life After Death. So it's been said that when you look at his albums and what he was saying on those albums about death, about dying, that when you look at Law of Attraction, the words you say, how you think, plays a part in how things manifest in your own life. So Notorious Big's life was cut short, not just because of a beef between him and Tupac and other things that were surrounding what was going on between them, but also to the lyrics and what he was saying also is a contribution to him passing away at an early age. Much like Tupac, he had songs about death, death around the corner. I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Tupac Shakur often talk about death. So, based on law of attraction, what you say, how you think, those things will manifest. It might be a week, two weeks, months, sometime years. But what you say and, and your thoughts those things manifest, and over time, they appear in your life, and it could be a good thing or a bad thing, but it just depends on how you think and what you say. So it's important to kind of speak words of affirmation and, and say good things and have good thoughts. Not saying that you won't have a, have a bad thought, but don't dwell on those bad thoughts too long. Don't dwell on those those things that are negative, those words that are negative too long. Because this will play a factor in your life and those things will manifest. So when you look at rap lyrics, and black people always ask the question, why can't we ever get out of the, the funk? You know, we're in this downward spiral. Again, for black males from 15 to 44, the number one cause of death is about is a homicide from, from about 15 to almost about 40, 44 years old, 40 to 44. The number one cause for black males dying is homicide. 
So when you look at rap music and how rap music has changed over the years, it went from something that was social commentary, something that was positive. Now, rap music has gradually went downhill. So the music is more negative than positive. And we ask the question, why come these things keep happening? And my answer is this. It's because of how we are thinking. It's because of what we are saying. The lyrics and what's in the lyrics. Whenever you put guns, drugs, violence, when you put these things in lyrics, over time these things manifest. And it's for years and years. So as long as these rappers are saying certain things in their lyrics, these things will continue to manifest over and over and over again. So through law of attraction, you know, you have to kind of change how you think, change what you say to get a better result. And so that you can have a better future. Because the longer black people hang on to these negative things, the less progress we make. And we can't get farther than where we are now because of, of, of our thoughts and what we are saying. So the lyrics are a direct contribution to what's happening now. I can recall being in clubs, right? And it's songs that came on, they called it chanting. Chant songs. It is a rowdy song. It could be by Three Six Mafia, Walk a Flock of Flame. It could be Trillville, Little John, DMX, but music that that gets you rowdy. So what happens is you start bobbing your head to the beat. You feel the beat, the vibration, and then you get on that frequency. A signal is then put out. And then everyone who feels this song reacts to it. Sometimes the reaction can be violent. So this is what rap music, the lyrics does to the youth and specifically black males. It makes us feel a certain kind of way. So the worst thing that they could ever have done was put the violence, the drugs, and all these things in the music that are negative and made it seem like it's cool. But the main reason why it was put in the music is because it's more profitable. You can sell people violence and the drugs and those things that are negative. They are more interesting in the in the. Uh, the drama, the trauma. So this is why this issue continues to be problematic among black people. So like I was just saying, uh, when it comes to rap music and law of attraction, it's connected. Both Tupac Shakur talked about death. Notorious Big talked about death. His first album, Ready to Die, and then Life After Death. Artists who talk about death and they put violent lyrics in the music, they tend to either pass away very young or they become a victim of violence themselves. So here's an article. Uh, it talks about Meek Mill trying to help stop the beef in his city. So Meek Mill, rapper Meek Mill, offers a deal, deals to artists from his city if they stop beefing. So he offered them a, a deal in exchange 
if they stop beefing. Well, this didn't sit well with some people. Some people gave Meek Mill backlash for trying to announce how he would help. And some people are screaming he's a hypocrite for even stating that he would give a record deal to young artists if they stop beefing. So this is what Meek Mill said. I get all the main big artists in Philly a deal if they put their bodies behind them and squash beasts I hear about. Got some hot young bulls from my city, but they all beefing. So after that, you know, that uh, post, fans will be upset with Meek Mill and say that he's a hypocrite. One fan wrote this, Meek Mill talking about stop the violence, but got killer Philadelphia on it. As his location. Chain starts with you. One guy put a post. It says. Uh, Meek Mill. Philly. We got. We got to put the gun down. But of course. You know. These guys still beef. So people are screaming. Hypocrites. Hypocrite to Meek Mill. For trying to offer artists. To stop the beefs. If you give them a record deal. The reason why they are calling Meek Mill a hypocrite is because, like most artists, Meek Mill has put violence, the drugs, etc. in his lyrics and his music. So they're saying that this does not make sense. How can you say stop the violence in the city and you are part of the problem? And this is the issue with a, a lot of rap artists. And then when you look at the violence, you cannot say Black Lives Matter. You cannot say... That we, need to, that we need to do better. And you are a part of the problem like Meek Mill. And that's why he received backlash for what he was saying. By trying to offer artists from his city a record deal if they stop beefing. He's a hypocrite. Because you have made up a, a living. You have made a profit off of putting these things in your lyrics. That has given a contribution to violence. So you are part of the problem. So like I said before. If black people were ever to change their condition. It has to start with how we think. And what we say. First. So Meek Mill is seen as a hypocrite. Because of the things that he has said. It does not make sense to come out as an artist and say. Well I will offer you a record deal if you stop beefing. If you stop killing each other. And you are part of the problem. So Meek Mill received backlash for a post that he put on, on uh, his uh, Twitter account. And fans are upset with him because he's seen as a, as a hypocrite. So throughout the course of hip-hop rap music, artists have become popular because of their lyrics. Guns, violence, the drugs. Young Jeezy, Jeezy has made a career on calling himself the snowman. No different than Rick Ross talking about selling dope. So, in order to change the condition and things to be changed, the rap lyrics have to change how we think has to change. I think this to be true that in order for you to be artists, you have to be a great talent. You cannot just talk about Guns, drugs, violence, the women. These things should be banned. And the only way you can get on 
is an artist is you have to be a, a extremely good talent. If you cannot showcase your talent through decent lyrics, good bars, you should not be rapping. You cannot rap. Pure point blank. And this is and this is what I think. That these lyrics should be banned because it has given way to a issue. Violence, the crime, the drug, the the, the things that are glorified that should not be glorified. The things that are made to seem like is is good but is actually bad. So until the lyrics are changed and people start giving a better contribution, start being accountable, responsible for what they say and, and how they think, certain lyrics should be banned completely from rap music. Because what's happening is artists are dying at a young age. They're being killed, murdered. And on top of that, for black men, the number one cause of death right now is homicide. It's not police killing black people. It's not nothing else. It's homicide. That, that means it's black people killing black people, and it's not being addressed. It's someone is a myth. Because we live in close proximity, this is the issue why we commit these crimes. I cannot use the excuse that because we live in close proximity is the reason why the crimes are being committed. That's half the truth. When you talk about all these things in lyrics, everything, the things that are bad, these things manifest over time. They become a part of your culture, your identity, your character. It's how people see you. It's how things play out. So over the course of years, these things have manifested over time. And they have become a part of our reality as black people. So the lyrics must change. These things must be banned. In my opinion, they should be banned completely. Because it has caused a huge problem among black people. Thank you for being able to tune in and listen to my podcast. No one watches regular news no more. Hosted by me, Kerry Bogar. I will be back real soon with more topics.